Hey world, it's your host Marshall. Thanks for tuning into my podcast, Run On Thoughts. Here we talk about everything and nothing because we are not afraid to be all of ourselves even as we evolve. And that's my thought for my fellow thought thinkers as we unpack our traumas, past hurts, and other BS. Y'all ready? Let's go. Guess what guys? Guess where we are going today? Nowhere. It is Christmas Eve morning, the day before Christmas, and I do not wish to bombard you guys with any responsibility. Sometimes we have to remember that it is okay to sit, be still, and do absolutely nothing. The only reason why I am recording this podcast today is because I want to. I work, I woke up early. I couldn't sleep. I'm excited like a small child for Christmas tomorrow. And I've done all the things that I need and want to do. My trees are decorated. All my gifts are wrapped. My hot chocolate bar is ready. My breakfast table is ready. Because guys, I am extremely organized. So now as I sit here with nothing to do, I thought about that and I thought about the fact that nothing is important. All through these podcasts, we talk and I share with you guys ways to unpack, unlearn. We have talked about trauma. We have talked about parenting. We have talked about children and being the sacrificial lamb and so many things that require us to do the work. But sometimes we have to stop and give ourselves grace and give ourselves gratitude for actually doing the work. Sometimes we have to look at where we are and how far we've come and just sit in that shit. Ain't that some shit? I am just sitting here with the warm light and I am just overjoyed because there are many people who think that I am a lot and I am a lot. And the truth of the matter is that I do believe that I have always been this way. When I see and speak to friends that I haven't seen or spoken to in a long time, most of them will tell you that I have always, always, always been this way. I have always been adamant about being my most authentic self. And that is not easy. It is not easy to be my authentic self because we live in a world that wants to call you crazy, call you weird, smash your dreams, smash your ideology, smash the way you feel about yourself. It needs to diminish you and make you small so that it can have control over you. And of course, as a human being, I fall victim and prey to things like capitalism and wants and and all the trends and all these other kind of things. But at the end of the night, I stop and remind myself who I am. And even if I have made mistakes or I have told a lie or I have done something that more importantly than it being against others. If I have done something that goes against who I am, then I am willing to stand in that, take accountability and go back to myself. But there is a reason for all of this, right? The whole idea of the Run On Thoughts podcast, Thought Thinkers, is that the journey 
was difficult. And I can honestly tell you that God, the universe, Mother Earth, water, whatever you call it, right, was watching over me. Because when I was going through the hardest parts, wading through the hardest parts of the journey, I can actually tell you guys that I did not know how hard it was at the time. And when people tell me that they are proud of me, I never even stopped to realize the journey that I have been on. But now with some introspection and being able to stand in the present and review the past, I am like, damn, you's a bad bitch, right? And that's me not comparing my life to anyone else's life. That's just me comparing me of yesterday to the me of today and knowing that I'm going to be okay. Are there going to be trials and tribulations? Yes. Honestly, guys, that's simply a part of life, right? Somebody asked me one time, when is it going to end? And I'm like, when you die. And I know that sounds harsh, but the truth is that life is a circle. Life has a series of highs and lows and everything in between, right? There are things that we need to learn. There are things, there are lessons. There are, you know, my gratitude comes from knowing that it wasn't always this way. It comes from knowing that it could be worse. It comes from knowing that other people have it harder. It comes from knowing that I have favor, because I do believe that I have favor. I don't know why, but I guess that's what favor is. I don't know if losing my mom and she's an angel. I don't know what she is out in the other universe. I don't know if she exists somewhere at all. I don't know if she's just lying in a grave. Just, I don't know nothing. And guess what? The beauty of life is that I don't know shit. I share with you guys as much as I can about my experience. And then you get to take that and you get to weave some of it into your own lives. And you get to take the parts that you need and you get to take the parts that you don't need. But even when you think that's what you need, it may not be because we each are living an authentic experience. We each are living a unique experience. And that's why when someone tells me that they want to do something, my cousin Laquetta will tell you this. It doesn't matter what she says she wants to do. I'm down for it. You want to know why I'm down for it? Because the journey that the universe has set out for her is hers alone. Even if it didn't work out for me, that doesn't mean that it's not going to work out for her. So I lead with positive energy. Go for it. Because truly, what's the worst that can happen? No, seriously, what's the worst that can happen? The worst that can happen is that she fails. So, failure is a necessary component of of life. Failure simply means that you have tried. Do you understand that? You have tried. And when you have tried, you get to sit with the failure and see where you went wrong. And you get to try again. Ain't that some shit? You get 
to try again. So there's no reason to sit in the pity, to sit in the wrong, and to feel bad about failure. Failure is the thing in life, right, that if you keep trying and eventually you succeed, that's where self-esteem comes from. That's where feelings of self-worth come from. They, they don't come from things. They don't come from people. They come from accomplishments, but not these grandiose accomplishments like success and, and all these other things. They're small things, right? It comes from you are afraid of something, your fears. It comes from every single time you reach out on faith and you take a step forward, right? Like a new baby walking, like a new baby, it's crawling, right? It starts to stand up. It's having a hard time, right? It's balance is off. And then it takes one step and another step and another step. And that baby gains confidence and realizes that it can walk. And now that it can walk, it'll try to climb and it'll try to pull and it'll try to jump and it'll try to skip and it'll do all of these things because the more you do something, the better at it you get. So this idea when parents try to stand in the way of failure, right? We do a disservice to our children, to our friends, to our mates, when we stand in the way of them learning the lesson for themselves. We stand in the way. And this is all it is to say, breathe, be, live. Because if you're not willing to fail, then you're not willing to live. And if you're not willing to live, then you can't give yourself grace to stand in the nothingness that's just sitting around and Letting your brain take you on a full journey to how far you have come. So today I want to share with you guys my why, right? Why I'm so extra, whatever the fuck that means, right? Excuse my language. I curse a lot, but I try not to say fuck. But anywho, the why for me was not always clear, but the why is because I have always been a rebel and not a rebel because I wanted to fight or do things wrong or get into any kind of trouble, but a rebel in the sense that I needed to be me because I have watched so many people and especially women not be able to be themselves, right? The societal norms of womanhood disgust me all of these lies and whatever the PR for masculinity and patriarchy is, it has always made me sick. And although I know that men suffer, right? Because men suffer at the hands of their own rules. Women suffer greater. And the reason why women suffer greater is because you don't even have the choice. Men are making a choice not to be vulnerable, not to be... Uh, not to live in their feelings, not to have to stand in this alphaness. And of course, everything I say is not about all men. It's about the, the, the platform that exists that says that this is normal and this is not normal. What makes a man and what makes a woman and anything in between and in the middle is wrong. And I stand in the middle. I stand in the wrong of it. I stand in the who the fuck wrote the book that says that I should be that and you should be that. Nobody asked me. 
Why am I not encouraged to be the self? Because like I've said over and over and over again on this podcast, if you are not living in your truth, you are not living in your purpose. And if you are not living in your purpose, then you cannot make the real contribution that you are supposed to be making to the world. There lies the chaos in the world. There lies the chaos in the world. The chaos in the world is because you are not living in your purpose. And because we are interconnected, your skill sets, your purpose is that the world depends on it. The world is depending on you to be you in order for the world to thrive. And yet here you are being what they tell you to be. And you wonder why your stomach hurts. And you wonder why you have sickness. And you wonder why you have mental issues. And, we, and you wonder why we got all of, why we got to go to family dinners and be sick. And we wonder why we have to do all these things. We wonder why people are not kind, right? Because they're miserable. They're miserable and they're in pain. They're in pain trying to force their round selves into square boxes. I don't fit in the fucking box. And I don't want to fit in the box. I don't want to fit in the box. I am not one thing. I am not just smart. I am not just this. I am not just that. I am a myriad of things that make up my shell. And even as I am those things, I am forever changing. And I am okay with that. I am not going to hold myself to yesterday because when I learn something today and as I'm out in the world living and exploring, I am open to change. And if I change, I will change, right? I don't have cognitive dissonance. I'm not going to hold on to the past idea simply because it worked for me, right? That's why it's so important to unpack and unlearn and see if the things of the past work for you now, right? Because they may no longer serve you. They may have served you in the past, but they don't serve you now. And that too is okay. Change is okay. But my biggest reason for being this self is not even me. It's my rebellious spirit. This is how I pay homage to my mother. I don't know almost anything about this woman. The pictures that I have in my head are vague and they are dying. But I remember an unhappy woman. And I am sure that there are people who will tell a different story. But I know the mother that I had briefly. I never saw joy. She was an addict struggling with whatever demons she had, whatever that looked like for her, right? I've heard stories, I've heard things, I've heard traumas, but I never heard these things from my mom. So I can't tell you if what they said happened or what she was going through is the truth. But whatever the truth is or isn't, I can tell you that I didn't get mothering from this lady. And I'm not mad at her, right? And the reason why I'm not mad at her is because the mother that I yearned for as I was growing up is a figment of my imagination. I made this lady up based on society, TV. So I structured the mother that I wanted. And I was mad at that lady for not being that. And I wanted her to be there for me. 
but I wanted the woman that I made up in my head to be there for me. And guys, that is not the woman that I would have gotten. I would have gotten a broken soul. I would have gotten a broken soul. And maybe that soul would have broken me. But my mother's passing allowed me to say, oh, I'm not doing this shit. Oh, I'm not putting up with this shit. Y'all are not going to silence me. This is one of the reasons why I am so adamant about not carrying the weight of those who victimize you. You not gonna hurt me and then make me feel bad. I never understood why women who are in abusive relationships feel bad about being victimized. Yes, you should feel hurt, right? And maybe you could be a little mad at yourself for allowing it, all of that shit. But why is the blame not on the person who's the beater? Fuck him or her or it or she or they or whatever the fuck we want to call them. I'm not responsible for what other people do and I'm not carrying that weight. And you shouldn't carry that weight. So in watching my mother live a slow death and then dying and being forced to put up with people's shit and being forced to try to fit into a square peg when she wanted to be round, at eight years old, I decided that I wasn't going to be square or round. I was going to be air. I was simply just going to be who I am and I was going to stand on and in that. I have made many mistakes along the way in every aspect of my life because of the life that I have had. But I apologize to me. I forgive the universe because instead of sitting in the pity of it all, I choose to sit in the lesson of it all. And people say that that's where wisdom comes from, right? You got to go through shit to share shit. And I've been through shit. I just make the conscious choice not to let the shit sit. I flush the fucking toilet, if that makes any sense. I'm not living with it. I'm simply going to learn from it. I am solution-based. And that has its good qualities and bad qualities, guys, right? Because sometimes I'm so solution-based that I'm not giving myself grace and mercy to sit in how I'm feeling. Now I'm trying to learn how to, okay, Marshall, if you're feeling sad, because I've shared that with you guys too, feel what you feel. And I am guilty of not feeling what I feel all the time, right? I have the ability to stand up for myself, but sometimes when I'm sad, I really don't allow that emotion. I allow myself joy and happiness, and I allow myself the right to be mad, but there's a myriad of other emotions that is important, that it is important to explore. And as I'm standing in this new phase, I just turned 40, eh, 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 I want to explore a myriad of other emotions, right? I want to be more vulnerable. Because I thought I was vulnerable because I'm transparent. But they are not the same thing. Just saying it out your mouth doesn't make you vulnerable. It just means that you just can say it. 
but I want to know how, I want to learn how to say things with feeling and so that I am opening up that, those feelings in my soul and I am beginning to learn how to deal with them so that I don't have to keep having these walls up. The only wall I still have up, guys, is relationships, right? And the reason why I have a relationship wall up is because I have watched so many women be broken by men. And although I have been through many things, the only thing that I believe saved me was the fact that I was never all in in the first place, right? I couldn't be broken because I wasn't, I hadn't given myself to these people. I put up with shit out of convenience. I put up with shit out of loyalty. I put up with shit out of a, a whole host of reasons. But I never put up with shit because I was madly in love. And do I want to be madly in love? In my head, no, because I don't even, that doesn't even make sense to me. So that's why I want to unpack vulnerability. I don't want to be mad in love. I don't want to be, I don't want to fall in love. I need to open the door and walk through and be clear about what the fuck this shit is. Y'all not going to throw this shit at me and make me and confuse me and make me think anything. And then when I was being a mom, I made a conscious choice to not fall. Because like I said, I have watched so many women fall and choose men over their children that I had to make a decision before it even happened that I was choosing my son first. Because nobody had chosen me, right? And because nobody had chosen me in the way that I had wanted to be chosen, see? I was making a conscious choice that my son was going to be first. And I mothered like some vigilante. I walked miles to take him to school so I could save money on the bus. And I volunteered and I wrote the newsletter at daycare so that I could get him in so that I, when I didn't have the money, I had to volunteer. I had to do all kinds of things. I've had second jobs. I've had third jobs. I've had, I've started business after business after business so we could have no debt. I have went back to school twice. I have done it all, guys. I have put up with shit for shit. Just like all of you guys, but let me tell you something. I have never made an excuse and my joy as I sit here today with you guys is in the knowing that, whoo, I did it. I'm going to sit here and be proud of myself. I can start crying because I did it. When the world said that it wasn't possible, I did it. When it said that you couldn't be a, a I remember guys, one time I saw an article. I think I shared this on the first season of the podcast that, little black boys who don't learn to read by the third grade or something like that will go to prison. My poor child wasn't even three years old. Knew a few words. I put on my slippers. We went to the library so he could write his name, so he can get a library card. He, the name wasn't good enough, so we had to go sit at the table and we practiced. We practiced for an hour with him saying, with him writing his name, an hour. So, so that, I mean, he could write it, but it was all over the place like a little person. But boy, he got it. He got a library card and I, and that summer I taught my baby how to read because I'll be goddamned if he was going to be a part of the system. And that's just how crazed I was. I was crazed. I was, I tried to give him everything that I didn't have. 
And now I know that that's not necessary, right? Because we each need something different. And the best way to parent or be a friend or be a lover or be anything is to simply ask people what they need, right? Listen, watch, see how they respond to things, right? Being to people what you need is not even healthy. It worked for the most part because my method is to be, is that because I'm, I keep my word because I feel like nobody ever kept their word with me. But the truth is most of today is simply about just letting it all go, letting it all out. It's about to be 2023 and 2022 has been a lot, a lot of a lot. It's been a lot of good, it's been a lot of bad. And I'm going to sit with all of it, right? And I'm going to bask in the good. And I'm going to see some of the bad and figure out how I can be of service to it, what I learned from it, right? And how I can actually have more good things happen to me and those that I love in 2023. I'm tired of talking to you guys. Just be. Bye.